King's Court starts now.
And a good Thursday morning, St. Louis and all parts, northeast, south, and west. We welcome you in. This is the Window World King's Court with Kevin Slayton. Glad you're with us here. I am Kevin Slayton, and this is KevinSlaytonShow.com. That's a lot of Kevin Slayton. I'm not sure we can deal with that on a Thursday morning, but we will. And you come here to get the unvarnished truth backed by facts and evidence. And then if you can't make the live show Monday through Friday, don't fear. We have the podcast up and available for you right here on this website, as well as Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, Anchor, anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can find us. And because of you, we are currently ranked in the top 5% of podcasts worldwide. That's over 3 million podcasts, and you've put us in the top 5%. Now, how do you increase us? You simply Google Kevin Slayton, King's Court, scroll down, and then you can rank, you can uh, click on the um, Apple version, and you just simply hit the three dots, follow, and then scroll down to write a review, and just say anything. It doesn't matter what you say. Say you love Trump. Say you hate Pelosi. It doesn't matter. Just write something in the review, and it helps us build our audience levels. So we thank you for that, and we thank you for helping us. You can do it every day, by the way. You, can't, you don't have to just, just do it one time. You can do it all the time. And we'd like to crack the top 2% and then up to the top 1%. And it helps us because it helps us with sponsors and it helps us stay on the air. So we thank you for your help. If you like the show, please do that. Our phone lines are always open for you, unlike almost any show in the country. 636-538-0746. 636-538-0746. You can join in the show. You can weigh in with your comments. If you have disagreeing opinions, please give them to us. Hopefully you can back them up with facts and evidence. Most likely you can't, but you can give it a shot. We certainly welcome it. You can come here for the divergence of thought. You might think differently than we do. We played Neil Diamond's Coming to America because today is the end of Title 42. About 16 hours from now, it officially ends, and the border will be overrun like nothing you've ever seen. This is okay with Biden. This is okay with liberals. None of them seem to be in a hurry to stop it. None of them seem to think it's urgent. It's perfectly okay. It's part of the plan to destroy America. You could change the Neil Diamond words from coming to America to destroying America. Because that's what the Biden and liberals are doing to this country. Now that's a secondary topic almost, believe it or not. Almost the third topic of the day. Because yesterday morning, when we cut out of our show a little bit early to watch the remnants of the news conference that James Comer and his House of Representatives uh, Oversight Committee were conducting, we found out that there were over 20 shell companies created by the Biden family which means Joe Biden, that were designed to hide, manipulate, deceive, confuse anyone trying to investigate them. It's called money laundering. That's a federal crime. And the Bidens are guilty of it. The evidence is in. There's no need to wait for the evidence. The evidence is in. However, this is only four months of investigation. This is only what they've found out so far. Over 170 suspicious activities 
reports from the banks that dealt with the Bidens. That's unheard of unless you're a criminal, unless you're running a criminal syndicate, and the Bidens are. And if you're naive enough to think that Joe Biden's not at the top of this crime family, I've got some things I'd love to sell you. They don't exist, but I'm going to sell them to you anyway because you're too damn stupid. You'll buy them if you buy any of the bullshit from the media. And man, right on cue, the media says we're not going to we're not going to bring Joe down. We're going to lie some more and tell you, well, where's the direct connection between Joe Biden and the money laundering? Well, first of all, you told us there wasn't money laundering. Secondly, you told us none of these things occurred if they did occur. While Biden was vice president, we found out that's a lie. In fact, 16 of the 17 violations they uncovered yesterday occurred while he was vice president. These are federal crimes. These aren't mistakes. This isn't forgetting to set your alarm and oversleeping. These are federal crimes that the Bidens have committed. If it's not a crime and if Biden's not involved, please explain to me how his grandchildren are receiving money from foreign countries through shell companies that have no legitimate business. Please explain that, and I'll be happy to listen. Because if you can explain it, then there is no crime. But if you can't explain it, there are lots of crimes. And there are lots of crimes. So what did the federal government do, other than dispatch their media hound dogs to try to act as though this was much ado about nothing. They even went a step further. Remember how I always tell you that they love to distract you from the real news, the real events of the day, especially when they're guilty. They'll come up with something else. And sure enough, right on cue comes George Santos. And the Department of Justice, the most corrupt operation this side of the FBI in the history of the world. The mob has nothing on these people. The KGB has nothing on these people. China, North Korea, Iran, none of them compared to the corruption that is rampant in the Department of Justice and the FBI in this country. So the Department of Justice, who can't find a way to indict Hunter Biden for even the most menial crimes he's committed, the easy ones, they still can't indict him for that. But they found a way to indict George Santos on 13 counts, a freshman congressman who's been in office about three or four months. Hunter Biden has been committing crimes for years, and they can't seem to find one to indict him on. But boy, let's deflect from what happened yesterday. We know the Bidens have been caught red-handed, but we don't want you talking about that. We want you to talk about George Santos as if he matters. Is the George Santos deal a, a story? Well, certainly it is. Where does it fall on the ledger of things that happened yesterday? It's so far down the ladder, you can't see it in terms of importance to this country and to the people in this country. So what does CNN do? What does MSNBC do? What does the New York Times and Washington Post do? The James Comer news conference detailing in excruciating factual pain the criminal activities of the Biden family and Biden himself is the seventh story on those websites, the fourth, the fifth story on the Washington Post. What is the first six stories and the first four stories on those websites? George Santos. 
They detailed, according to our research assistant, some 458 crimes against the Bidens. 458 crimes. This is the biggest political scandal in the history of our country. Watergate is a minor league operation compared to this. Watergate was nothing more than a personal vendetta. Richard Nixon was paranoid and he was going after his perceived enemies. And actually, as they turned out to be real enemies. But this is the Biden crime syndicate selling the security of your family, my family, every citizen's family in this country for personal profit to the Biden crime operation. These people are abject criminals. Biden is the snake. He's the head of the snake. And they're going to do nothing about it. I predicted that, though. Nothing will happen until there's a Republican president with a new attorney general, a real one, not a fake one, not a William Barr, a Jeff Sessions, a Merrick Garland, a real attorney general who has the best interests of the country at stake, not some political ideology, not some personal vendetta that Merrick Garland carries out against the conservatives because they blocked him from being on the Supreme Court. What a coward bastard he is. And Christopher Ray, the ultimate sleazeball that Donald Trump put in charge of the FBI. Shame on you, Mr. President. And by the way, Donald Trump is the second big story of yesterday. He decided that he can take on CNN and the scoundrels of CNN and the, uh, the unfair questioning, the constant interruptions that were sure to come. The kind of questioning that is set up to make Trump look bad. Nothing fair about that fight. And Trump went into the lion's den and kicked the holy crap out of Caitlin Collins and CNN and their liberal audience. By the way, their liberal audience was applauding Trump wildly as the show went on. It was so bad for CNN that it was an originally scheduled 90-minute town hall. It went on for less than 70 minutes because they had to get out. Trump was kicking their ass. Their own people were applauding him, and they were laughing at the host. It was so bad for CNN that the bartender took to Twitter. She couldn't help herself. CNN should be ashamed of themselves, Sandy Cortez tweeted. They've lost total control of this town hall to again be manipulated into platforming election disinformation, defenses of January 6th, and a public attack on a sexual abuse victim. The audience is cheering him on and laughing at the host. (laughs) They can't stand it. Trump exploded liberal heads yet again. He was in a setting where he does best. Taking on his enemies. Making mincemeat out of them. Contrast this image. Trump is two years younger than Biden. Just two. Listen to him on CNN Listen to Biden any day of the week. Who the hell voted for Biden? Any independents that were watching that last night will be voting for Trump, unless they're not truly independents, which they could have been. And perhaps they weren't. But if they were, they'll be voting for Trump now. And I would suggest that many Democrats will switch over after what they saw last night. 
They saw a complete setup against President Trump, and they saw him fight his way out and make a fool of everyone at CNN and all the liberal causes in the country because he took them all on. And he said, here we go. And that's what you have to do to win elections. You have to go on their turf. But you have to be strong enough, smart enough, good enough, quick on your feet to take them on at the most unfair setting that you'll ever be in in your life. The only thing more unfair than a town hall at CNN for a Republican is a debate. But Trump beat them at their own game. And this Caitlin Collins that they put up there, I thought she might be fair, somewhat fair. I was not stunned that she was not, that she was completely a liberal freak, but she was not up to the task. Way too young, way too uninformed, way too weak. She was abysmal. I will give the pe- the new people that run CNN an ounce of credit because they at least had President Trump there. Now they had him there to destroy him, but at least they had him there. And their attempts at destruction failed miserably. You're going to hear that as we go along. You'll also hear from Governor Abbott of Texas regarding the border crisis that is there that is about to explode and what he's doing about it while Biden sits on his ass with his thumb up his ass and does nothing about it except says it's going to be chaos. And then at some campaign stop or whatever it was, whistle stop in upstate New York says, those MAGA Republicans, okay, shut up. Does he really think referring to Republicans as MAGA Republicans is affecting anybody's vote? Does he really believe that? Some consultant with the Democrat Party told him that. Hey, just keep calling them MAGA Republicans. Everybody, here's our talking points. MAGA Republicans, and we hate them. People are finding out the real Donald Trump last night. They got a good dose of it. They're also finding out the real Biden, the real Harris, the real Sandy Cortez, the real Schumer, the real Pelosi, the real liberal media. They're seeing it all. The real Wandy Weingarten, that screaming banshee of a nutcase. They're finding it all out. Way too late, because right now the country's in dire straits. Dire straits. And pretty soon we won't have a country. Country without borders is not a country. It's just an extension of whatever else is on the other side. But the day started out poorly for the Biden White House, so they dispatched their their dogs in the Department of Justice, make sure Santos is arrested the moment this news conference ends. And that's how that was set up. We were wondering, remember we said, what's the Department of Justice going to do? Are they going to act on all this information? Well, we now know what they do. Their response is, let's go arrest a Republican. Wow. So George Santos lied about his service to the country, lied about his education, lied about just about everything in his life. So what? So what? Is he the first politician that's lied a lot? Come on, man. I don't care how many lies he told. The people in New York voted for him. I didn't. Question is, did he commit any crimes? My answer is going to be absolutely none that I can see. 
But you got to make an example out of somebody, the, the liberals do. They always do. So when they want you, they're going to come get you. Ask Paul Manafort, who did nothing, nothing on the level of the Biden crime syndicate. And yet he served a lengthy jail sentence, turned his life upside down, bankrupted him. Absolutely bankrupted him. And that's what they do to you. They come after you. They get you in their sights. They need a scapegoat. Uh Uh-oh, Biden's going down. The whole family's going down. Who do we turn our sights on? Let's distract everybody from that. Let's arrest somebody. Who? All right, Santos told a lot of lies. Let's get him. He's weak. He doesn't have any political cover. Most of the Republicans don't like him because he lied so much. Let's go get him. Nobody will help him. And we'll call them all MAGA Republicans. That'll work. That's the liberal agenda. They have no solutions. So it was a big day if you're a conservative, if you're a Republican, if you're a Trump supporter, if you can't stand the direction this country's gone in under the corruption of the Biden crime syndicate. This was a huge day. A day we prayed would come to fruition. A day we worried about when we heard all of the rhetoric from James Comer and the Republicans predicting how bad it was going to be for Biden. We just prayed they could come through. And boy, did they. Wow. Keep in mind, there are still documents under subpoena that the FBI is refusing to turn over to the House, to this committee. They missed a a noon deadline yesterday. The whistleblower document is still being held captive by the FBI and the Department of Justice. I would remind Christopher Wray at the FBI, you think you think you have ultimate power because you're of your arrogance. But I've got news for you. Legally, you don't. You cannot defy a subpoena from the House of Representatives. You work for them. They have what's called oversight. And their oversight includes the FBI. So maybe Christopher Wray ought to be sent to jail. That might be a quick move. If the Republicans ever want to get serious, that's what they have to start doing. Yesterday was a start. It was a good beginning. It was a spectacular beginning. It was a grand slam the way they detailed every illegal activity and had different people doing it in different areas. You'll hear from them all. Every one of them. It was a spectacular day. And it was a home run in terms of catching the liars named Biden. There isn't a single thing this man has ever said that was true. Nothing. Not a word out of his mouth has ever been true. And we'll even have more of it. We have Biden, back in 2014, lecturing the country on how poisonous corruption is for the country. As he was speaking, as he was speaking, he was illegally laundering money to profit for the Biden family. That's how bad this guy is. This rotten-to-the-core, low-rent, scumbag rat, as I've been telling you for years. All this nonsense. Oh, Uncle Joe, he's such a good guy. He's been a rotten person since the moment he came out of the womb. And if he had his way, I guess, he would have been aborted. Because Mr. Catholic thinks abortion is just fine. By the way, Trump took on abortion last night, too. He wasn't afraid of anything. Not a thing. Carpe 
carpe diem to the House Oversight Committee, double carpe diem to President Trump and to Governor Abbott. Every Republican that was on the spot yesterday came through with shining colors. It was beautiful to see. The cowardly Republican Party actually did its job. Wow. Pretty amazing, huh? Pretty amazing. We can remember that Eric Holder got away with ignoring a congressional subpoena, but don't let Christopher Ray get away with the same thing. Don't allow it. It all started off yesterday with James Comer, who's the chairman of the Oversight Committee, and he began to deal t- detail things that made our eyes pop open. Pop open. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. It looks like we're having trouble. Are people losing us on the on the uh, internet? Because it appears that we're cutting in and out. I'm going to restart the show right this minute. <laughs> 